last time. What do we call your group? Um, Len and the Lenettes. Any other suggestions? David, John, Elijah, Michael, and the Holy Quest for Truth. So each of you refer to it as something completely different. <laughs> <laughs> Tormund. The, the Pelicans. Black Stallion Riders. Yeah. The Pelicans? The Dog Food Makers. Because <laughs> we, you know, kill horses. Yeah. Um. Oh, all right. Yeah, the glue, f- the the glue, the glue boys. Yeah, <laughs> the glue boys. The glue gang. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, the glue gang. Yeah, <laughs> I do like glue boys though, just because it sounds bad. <laughs> We're all the right, glue, glue boys. Prepare to get glued. Yeah, 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 you haven't got a glue. Oh, we're yeah. always in sticky situations, guys. Yeah. Oh, jeez. What's this on my hands? Oh, jeez, this isn't glue. <laughs> I'm going through changes. This glue smells bad. All right. Well, gene, gene killer? Is that anything? <laughs> like Dracula? Uh, oh, there you go. Yeah. But a genie? The mark of genie. The mark of gin. Yeah. Today on This American Dice. Join a freed genie, a wizard who's a nerd, a cutthroat thief, and a holy man on a quest, all to defeat an evil they can't possibly imagine. This American Dice presents The Hunt for the Black Stallions, the penultimate episode. Yeah, so you read from a forbidden book, and uh, and uh, why don't you guys tell me a little bit about uh, what you remember about talking with Gellin and uh, and then killing him? Um, I think he told us that uh, Rook was trying to perform some kind of terrible ritual, and I think it involved crystals. Yeah. Yeah, and I, was, I think I forgot this last time, but uh, when you killed him, you found a, a red crystal on him. Same same thing with Brody. And that he didn't want to, uh, Gellin wasn't crazy about the idea um, that Rook was going forward with. So Gellin instead was uh, content to kind of just hang out in this library of knowledge. Our, our free genie, Dorman the Free, uh, f- found a lamp and had a conversation with uh, the... Yeah, and with a trusted, free, trusted colleague genie. and good new friend. And friends are people who do favors for each other. All right, so uh, I think one of you made a point of burying uh, Gillen. I think it was David John. I think he felt bad after participating in this murder. That is right. David John felt very bad about that. Um, when push came to shove, though, and sparks began to fly. David John sided with his fellow. Uh, we got to come up with a better name. Okay, so you guys are hanging out in the in the library. You know, there's this ritual going on at the bottom of the the um, uh, hollowed out city. The the what would it be called? Like Cairn. It's like a hollowed out city of the dead, basically. And you've been hearing like loud roars come from there from time to time. Oh, uh, before I forget, Dorman, you have a, a beginning of session move. Oh, yeah, right. So, so let's do that. Um, one second. All right. Um, hmm. Among the free uh, outsiders, uh, of which you're a part, uh, what is their attitude towards slavery? Uh, oh man, uh, you know, uh, I'd be lying if I said if, it, if I said it was anything but not good. Um, <laughs> their genies are once the the rare few genies that do go free. Uh, it's not like they seek each other out. It's not like they make like a genie a free genie society or anything. But in general, a lot of them like go on to become like justice seekers or like writing the wrongs uh, that they experienced. For example. Uh, 
repeated slavery or um, the ones who uh, are, have been around for a very long time might be so influenced by their previous masters that they sort of take on their traits. Mm-hmm. So in general, slavery, not a good thing. They don't like seeing other genies being used. But that said, some genies like have only known slavery for so long that they think that emulating their uh, their wish holders is like the thing they're supposed to be doing. All right. Cool. All right. So take it away, guys. You're you're in the library. All right. So we're in this library. Um, we've buried uh, Gellin somehow, like like I don't know, like under a pile of rocks. Seems right. Crash through the floor. What do we do? Like brick him up in the wall. Yeah, cask of Amontillado style. Yeah. Is what, what did? How did we manage to do that? I feel like we probably just buried him under rocks. I would suppose, mm-hmm. or or maybe under along with a bunch of like under a bunch of spider corpses, just to see how they compose together. We fed him to the spiders. Is <laughs> David John who's doing the burying? So. Okay. David John, any thoughts on how uh, Kellen was buried? Because I thought we were in like a catacombs. Yeah. So. Um... Yes, there's probably tons of places to put them because um, all the, um, you know, all the tombs in here. So I'm just going to like put them in a tomb and say a prayer for Gallen. And um, then I'm going to, are we going to strike camp, guys? Yeah, I would imagine we do that sometime between that and going forward okay sounds logical if we don't think these other spiders are going to assault us no you've cleared out the the bulk of the spiders that are next to you yeah and i think i made a point to uh gruesomely cut off this guy's head so we can bring it back for fun and profit i think Duh. oh that's right yes oh, man. that is right oh man <laughs> Okay, so um, so I'm doing the ritualistic burial for a person without their head. Then, where um, rather than putting coins over their eyes, we uh, <laughs> put the coins over their nipples. So, <laughs> thank you. I was hoping for it. Mm-hmm. The the eyes of the torso, some say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, so go ahead and make camp. Um, we each consume a ration. If you have enough XP, you can level up. Uh, and you will um, heal up to half your max X- XP. Uh, HP? Uh, HP? Sorry. Cool. Oh, uh, who? so you're in a dangerous place. You'll need to set a watch. How are you doing that? Uh, Dorman will set a watch, and like the whole time he's sitting out there, he'll be like sort of lightly stroking this lamp, um, and like think deep in thought. Okay. I think uh, who's the most who's the most hurt? I'm not hurt at all. Uh, Neither is Len. Sanctuary. Sanctuary. I'm neither hurt. I'm both not hurt and one XP away from leveling up. So I'm. Uh, Corvid is very grumpy about making camp here. Okay. Although he's, he loves this. <laughs> David, could we maybe resolve one of your bonds? Did we do that last time? I think we did that last time, didn't we? Based on what happened in the last game, yeah. I thought we did. Uh, I know that we resolved some bonds, but I'm just saying if there are any outstanding that you want to resolve. Uh, oh. Oh, it's fine. That was mostly a joke. <laughs> Not leveling up. Is David John hurt? Um, I'm going to level up. Oh, okay. And, right. um, let's see here. Ooh. So while you guys are, while you guys are, uh, getting ready, um, oh, Corvid. Okay. So yeah, I mean, one of my bonds is with Corvid and it's that he stood by me in battle and can be trusted completely. I don't know if that's been resolved. I mean, it's the opposite of resolved. Um, <laughs> I, uh, don't trust Corvid after he attacked Gellin, who seemed to be a helpful, you know, possible ally. 
Okay, so then, yeah, it sounds like that's kind of resolved at this point if you feel it's no longer relevant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. And, um... I don't know if we discussed this, but also Len is a brave soul and I have lots to learn from him. That's you, Austin, and I followed you and read that book. And so I definitely, I don't know if that's resolved, but I, I now have more respect for Len and uh, um, think I have more to learn from you. More to Len from you. More to Len. Yeah, exactly. More uh, Everyone, you're soon becoming my mortal enemy. <laughs> yeah, that's fine, Alex. Okay. Right. Um, so I think one of the things is Len was like 10 years old when you guys started this adventure. And I think Lee had said that magic ages a person. Yeah. And when you read from the book in particular, it did something. To you. It definitely aged Len. So I think like he has gray hair. Um, <laughs> but also like as you guys look through it now, he's... And let me know if this is too silly. I think he's now like a weird gangly teen. <laughs> no, that's good. <laughs> and so like you look over and it's like he's like 13 or 14 years old. And his arms are way too long where like his arms fit the sleeves. Um, and he's real, real tall, but it's still baggy because he's too skinny. Um, and he's like, oh, geez. All right. Let me know if that voice is too goofy. <laughs> no, no, it's good. I like it. Okay. Just try to make a, a break every every third syllable. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so Len, if you guys need to sleep, Len uh, will volunteer to stay up. Um, and he's mostly going to be, like, looking through some of these books or trying to investigate this library more while you guys are doing your thing. What do you think of the, the, like, lamp that Dorman's, um, like, clutching? And Ooh, oh, yeah. Um, Len would love to study that lamp. Like, oh, Mr. Dormand, if you could, uh, is that a lamp like the one you, you, you said you used to live in? Don't, like, don't, don't you, like, carry your old lamp around? Yeah, on I do. Or something? Yeah, so I'll, like, kind of shift it back over to my side, put it, like, putting it right next to my lamp, which is very similar to it. Be like, uh, yes, yes, of course. Uh, this is the home of one of my, one of my kind, a friend, a friend, oh, really. That's crazy stuff. I mean, before I read that book and you told me all about this, I I had some misgivings and I, I wasn't quite sure what we were talking about, but I really want to learn about, I really want to learn about genies. And if you could tell me something about them, that'd be really great. <laughs> I, I, and I'll say, you know what, young, well, he like stops himself when he says young, he just says companion. I'm still young. <laughs> <laughs> um, or no, maybe he yes, does well, the opposite as a teen. He's like, yeah, I'm a man now. <laughs> yes, my young, my young man companion friend. In fact, I I think I've decided I, I've I've made up my mind. Uh, you see, this this my new friend has decided to grant me a boon um, on account of our our solid relationship, really. And if you like, you can come with me. I'm about to go tell him what I tell him what it is. Oh yeah, I mean I do want to know more about genes. <laughs> So I have to go into this lamp with you? Sure, it's easy. I'll show you. He like takes his hand and we'll like we'll both rub the lamp. Alright. Okay. So you two are whisked away. Meanwhile, uh, uh, Oh yeah, we're, we're really good at keeping watch, right? <laughs> yeah. I think I said I was keeping watch. Shit. Meanwhile, David John <laughs> and Corvid are uh, asleep. <laughs> Hold on one second here. <laughs> well, maybe Corvid didn't go to sleep. Maybe he was too annoyed. <laughs> he just watches his poof out of existence. <laughs> One second. Uh, okay. Okay, yeah, so you're whisked off to um, to the pocket plane that this uh, genie lives in. Uh, and he's like, Master, you've returned. Oh, dude, there's no need for titles. I'm with uh, another master. <laughs> how many I serve? I told you I was a man. <laughs> Behold. He says, yeah. He says, no, uh, but I can make you one. Your wish is right, come in. <laughs> and I'll say, listen, there's, there's no need for... I, I know how this is, but really this is just... Consider this a favor, and, and I'll put my arm around Len, and I'll say, I just wanted to show... 
my good friend here. Uh, he's a, a young sorcerer in the making himself, and I know his kind is always has always been deeply interested in ours. I thought it'd be a yes. good learning experience for him to see this. I've been slave to many sorcerers like you, sir. Uh, uh, some good, uh, some evil. Uh, but all exploited me <laughs> to, to the limits of their ability. I say, well, you know, exploit, that's a strong word, I feel. You know, plenty of sorcerers on the other side are, are wonderful young lads. Like this one, I'll like hit Len in the back. Oh, geez. <laughs> Mr. Dormand, were you a slave and exploited? I say, you know, Len, maybe I felt that way at the time. <laughs> Um, but once you travel the world and get some perspective, uh, you learn to see from all sides. Of, it's hard of to get issue. perspective centuries in this land. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of equivocation, Mr. Dormant. <laughs> and I'll say, oh, uh, uh, listen, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm here to, in fact, I'm going to do you a favor now, my good friend, Arizon, and I'm going to allow you to move on. Uh, which is important for growth, because I've decided that I know how you can help me uh, return the favor that I give you by finding you, that is. Oh, you mean you'll free me? Uh, ooh. <laughs> 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 listen, about, listen, let me tell you, I, as a former genie, if I could go back, oh man. Oh, I would in a minute. As you if wish. I, no, uh, no, hold, hold on, hold on. You know, I don't want to abandon my new friends on this side, obviously. Uh, that would be irresponsible. Why did you roll your uh, parlay? Uh, why did This is either, I would say, or... Uh, so, as you know, anytime you're dealing with a genie, uh, anything you say or do could be like... Uh, Used as a, a like twisted by by them to you to be used against you. Oh, especially if they don't like you. <laughs> yeah, and so and so one anything you wish uh, could could absolutely be used against you. And two, if you seem to be making a wish, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, they could absolutely. Be so sure, man. Let's let's do it. Let's roll this. Hold on. I'm trying to think of what whether what would the best way system wise to do it is systemically you could be, have it be I, it, I think it's a defied danger yeah using Ooh, your right. wisdom right. or intelligence is wisdom. there wisdom okay cool yeah all right I'm gonna roll it I got a nine all right one second the most ambiguous of rolls yeah. I mean, I could try to help him out. I'm totally down, by the way, if you want this to just go completely sideways. <laughs> so, uh, it's up to you, man. If you want me to try to give you a hand somehow and be like, that's not what it seemed like you wanted. Uh, you know what? No, let's see what happens here. Let's see, <laughs> let's see if we make something weird happen. Okay, so you said, basically, if I could go back... Uh, yeah, I, 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 I do that in a heartbeat or like get sort of yeah, yeah. Uh, this is going to be all preamble to what I was really going to wish which I never even got to so go on and so he'll say uh, <laughs> uh, he'll say essentially like <laughs> as you wish <laughs> and then uh, he'll look to you and say uh, as, as you're a member of my fellow kind uh, I'll do this courtesy you can choose your new master. I'm sorry, what? I No, you don't understand. I don't have masters anymore. I'm Dormin the Free. That and means that I'm free. Like, he's like swirling like chains or are beginning to like circle you. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, you have oh, only this moment or, or, or the lamp will decide and your lamp around your uh, hip starts rattling again. No, 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 uh, Len, Len, do you have like a spell, a spell for this? Len, uh, Len it is. No, 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 no. <laughs> and you see these like, like spiritual chains attach you to Len. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and this, uh, this, uh, shroud forms around you and, uh, when it dissipates, you're, you're back in the, uh, the campsite. Uh, it seems like many hours have passed. Uh, the, the fire that you set has uh, dimmed down, and you see like a, a large spider 
um, uh, like hovering over uh, Corvid, and Corvid maybe Corvid just uh, sort of mumbling in his sleep, like "Stop that! Stop that!" And it's like it's like nuzzling up at his face, like getting mm-hmm. ready to to bite him. <laughs> okay. Oh man. Uh, so are we both there? Like, am I in the material plane with Len? Yes. Is there anything different about me? Like, physically? Uh, yeah, so you got a big old, um, uh, like, chain or, like, iron band around your neck. Oh, man. And your skin is completely blue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, a, like an idiot. Yeah. And so I'm going to, like, look around, look to Len, like, did that just happen? Um, I think I think when Len comes back and he sees that there's a spider over Corvid um, he's going to just try to blast it with magic missile okay go for it alright that is a 6 plus 2 is 8 and Magic Missile is 2d4 damage to one target. Four plus two. So six damage. Okay. Um, Yeah, so this thing uh, (laughs) is like barely alive and just sort of like uh, gets the the brunt of this magical hellfire that you're shooting at it and like very quickly begins to slink off hobbling on like three legs uh, oh geez I shot off five of its legs meanwhile uh, uh, Corvid has a very uh, rude awakening yeah Mr. Corvid wake up there was a spider oh my God. damn it kid I was sleeping come on oh there was some there was a, there was a big spider that came down it was nuzzling your neck yeah it's fine all right. Well, I, I I shot five of its legs off. Listen, do you know statistically in a year we eat five spiders? In our <laughs> it's totally fine. I would have eaten it before it did any dark damage to us. Oh, it's part of my magic training there. I had to eat a bunch of spiders one time. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I guess you're right. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll leave you alone. Meanwhile, like, Dorman will be, like, putting his hands around this giant iron collar on his neck, which he could feel, like, thrumming with magic energy. And looking over at Len and looking down, is, where's my lamp? It's still on your, uh, well, no, I'll say it's on uh, his his side now. Len's? Len's? Yeah. I'd be, like, staring at it, be like, Len, um, I think that's mine. I I think, you know, I think there's some confusion back there. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and I'm just going to take that from you. I'll, like, reach for it. And like yeah, take it back. maybe maybe when you touch it, it just feels like white hot iron. Ah, so he like react and like spring back. Like, oh, jeez. Uh, maybe maybe if you explain to me how some of this lamp stuff works, Mister Dormand, I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll try to help you out. I'll say it's Dormand the free. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, they, the like uh, choker like sort of constricts around your neck while you say. <laughs> <laughs> Um, did we, where's the old lamp? The, the new lamp, brother. It's gone. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, yeah, that All new right. lamp you got's gone, mister. I'll say, oh, Len. Oh, oh, it seems, Len, Len, you've done a terrible thing. <laughs> I <laughs> have. Slavery is wrong, Len. And I'll, like, <laughs> tap this, like, collar on my neck. Hey, what have you done? <laughs> now, are there, are there obligations between... Uh, a genie and its master or uh, rules that you have to follow like I imagine a genie can't like lie to its master or or at least like there there has to be some rules that make it so that like I can't attack him or something like that yeah exactly so what what are those how about we, we crowdsource this how about David John and Corvid what are two rules that I now have to adhere to for Lenny I got one. Every time you try to say Len, it comes out as master. <laughs> oh, man, that's good. <laughs> yes, love it. How about you, David John? Man, all right. Um, 
Every time you try to say Len, it comes out as daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about, um, yeah. How about you? Like whenever you go to sleep or whenever you like make camp, you have to, like you, you can't sleep unless you're like laying down within five feet of Len. So I have to be like near him all the time, basically. Yeah. Yeah. All right. He has to put you in before you're able to sleep. Okay. And I was also say I can't do it. If I do anything like aggressive and like you can define that how you will, uh, toward land and like, I will, I'll be like stopped somehow. Like I can't do it. All right. So yeah. So I'll say, listen, master slavery is wrong. Master. <laughs> Yeah, master, with, ma- yeah master, with, you keep calling him master the learned though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wizard bought me when I was ten years old. <laughs> I'm crazy about it. And you know how that I'm felt. You're in a dungeon. So come on, you know, you're a wizard. You can figure out how to undo this. Well hold on. Is do you have to do you have to grant wishes? Um Yes, Master. <laughs> How Hold many wishes? Because this can be pretty useful for us doing this thing. <laughs> you have one wish uh, that you can grant, uh, Dorman. But if you grant the wish, uh, your uh, vessel, the lamp, will disappear and reappear somewhere else on the material plane where destiny wills it. And, right. uh, and yeah, you only have one wish now because you're created by, like, a lesser djinn who... Uh, who was also only able to grant one. Oh, wish. So like I used to be like a fifth fifth generation genie, now I'm like a thirteenth generation like crap genie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So far removed from the original genie. So I'll like inform Master that like, listen, I can create this wish, but don't do it. Because as soon as I grant this wish, you'll never see your friend again. You know, Dorman the Dorman the recently unfreed. Well, I mean Dorman, do you want us to do you want us to use your wish to just you know end this whole situation? No, no. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, no, never mind. <laughs> it's like that sounds like a wish to me. Dorman's <laughs> 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 like, no, no. That see that you know. That would take all the, the joy out of out of life. This this is about the journey, young master. <laughs> all right, how about this? I'll I'll make you a deal. I'll wish to set you free if you tell me all that there is to know about being a genie. But that will take many nights, master. Yeah, well, you better stick around, otherwise you're breaking your deal. Uh, very well. Then I shall teach you. In between our, in between our sorties in this cursed place. Oh. All right, hold on. He rubs the he rubs the lamp, and uh, <laughs> oh, like you don't want to like make me do that and then free me. Okay, I can only do the one thing, right? I can only wish one thing. Right, but you don't have to do it right now. I I was under the impression we had to free you. Oh no! Like I think I'm just gonna keep traveling with you as like a, as your slave, right? Oh, I thought I think he would just free you now and just hope that you're not a total piece of shit. <laughs> all right, so it's up to you, Master. All yeah, right, despite all evidence to the contrary. Yeah, right now you kind of <laughs> seem like a real piece of shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, he'll. Uh, he'll By he'll, two he'll... wishes, one would be you're not a piece of shit, and two. Yeah, that's the first thing. <laughs> yeah, your wish is my command. I'll say, listen, as long as I am bound to you, I am compelled to tell you the truth. So there's that. All right. Well, so free me and then on the renege on our deal. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're telling me not to free you just yet. So I guess we'll wait till. That's not what I'm saying at all. You're telling me. Uh, But your wisdom is paramount, Master. And I think this is a very good decision. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, collar tightening around your neck again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at this point, I think we've woken up everybody who was sleeping. So. Let's just get on with it. Have you ever been disappointed by gifts from children? 
Merry Christmas, Papa, Grandma. Oh, thank you for the finger painting. Happy birthday, Mommy. Oh, breakfast in bed of toast and cereal. You know you deserve better. I'm Walt Whitaker of the law firm of Whitaker, Whitaker, Dewey, Cheatham, and Whitaker. Why accept any less than you deserve? I don't care that they're children. A subpar gift is just that. Do these kids want special treatment? Have they even ever heard of Martin Luther King? Our firm will work together to get you the damages you deserve. Walt Whitaker got me 70 grand when my niece gave me a coupon for hugs. They went to court for me when my first grade class sang me a song. And we won. Happy birthday, Grandpa! A drawing! What the hell did I kill all those Nazis for? You deserve better. Whitaker, Whitaker, Dewey, Chittenden, Whitaker, 407-5JK-5LJ5, located across from China Garden Palace and Sushi Palace. Which way is down? So if you guys want to yeah. pass mine, you can, you can also, like, it, even now you, you're woken up occasionally or you, you, you hear this, like, distant rumblings. All right, yeah, let's just... Let's just get in this thing. Yeah, is there a clear, like, okay, here's further into the dungeon? So, like, there was this main way that you guys were traversing down, sort of like this corkscrew that lined the entire city, mm-hmm. almost, like an on-ramp almost, and now you're off it, off from there because of all the collapses and you're in a bit bit more of a Byzantine uh, area. And so you have to sort of use your wits and resources to find your way down. All right, well. Or you can uh, wish your way down. Oh, yeah, we could. Yeah. (laughs) As the cleverest and handsomest of our party, I think Master would be best qualified to lead. In all things, not just this. Uh, well, yeah, let's let's get a roll on. All right, so maybe, um... We could try to, like, um... peruse this place, see if I can find a map or something like that. It is a library of untold knowledge. Uh, yeah, go ahead and discern realities, uh, intelligence. Is All that right. Wait, is that a thing? Yep. Or plus wisdom, sorry. Well, discern realities, yeah. All right, I got a seven plus two is nine. All right, so you can ask one of the questions on the list. All right, unless we could say that I'm using the books of the library to get a plus one on the thing, the way, like, my bag of books works. No. All right, well then... Um, it's like your bag of books, you know, those books, you're like, you're using them as a reference. Yo, bag of books, you know, those books. Yeah. You don't know shit. You don't know books, motherfucker. I mean, if you want to take plus one forward through the library, you could use your wish to do that. Oh yeah. (laughs) Hmm. Hold on. Where are... I I wish I could do that. (laughs) All right, here we go. So, yeah, so we're looking for a way to get down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not clear. What should I be on the lookout for? Uh, a hidden passage. All right, guys, there's a hidden passage somewhere in this zone. And if I have any inkling where that hidden passage is, I'll head towards that. Yeah, I'll say that, like, you go to where, like, the library custodian's, like, desk was, and you're like, yeah, there's something something around here. All right. Uh, Corvid, could you help out? I'm trying, I think there's a passage over here somewhere. According to the circulation desk at the library, it says you and Hidden Passage are here, and it has that spot marked on the map. Okay. Um, yeah, I feel like uh, will this count as a dangerous area? Yeah. Yeah, then I might try to survey that dangerous area. All right, roll plus dex. Okay, yeah. Uh, a 10 in that case on my trap expert roll. Wow, okay. So specifically, I want to find out what else is hidden here. Uh, so you find Galen's journal. Hmm. Could be good. While I'm at it, I'll use get this other hole out of the way too. Is there a trap here? No trap. Okay. Awesome. Then uh yeah, I'll take this journal. Is there anything flip through this? 
Like, hey, hey, kid, why don't you look in here first? God. Yeah, that's probably a good plan. What's that book? Hey, that kid is no ordinary boy, all right? You will yeah, speak he's right. Respect. I'm a man now. Yeah, he's all He's better than all right. He's pretty good. I've I've uh, I've been exposed to the I've I've been exposed to the infinite wisdom <laughs> of the book that we killed earlier. Yes, which is why I choose to follow him. The the, the tightening around the neck. Yeah. <laughs> choose. <laughs> yeah, so, so you hand the book over. Or you help. You keep it. Um, yeah, I can hand it over. I guess I'll. I mean, is there anything about a secret passage or anything like that? Yeah, you see, like, a, a map and then, like, maybe a drawing of uh, a mechanism behind the custodial thing. You're able to, like, slide over a book uh, in a particular way, and it opens up, like, a small chute beneath you. All right, yeah. So I might do that and then just, like, toss the book over to uh, Len. It's like, hey, some, some more reading material for you. Oh, I do like homework. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll thumb through this and uh, see if I can find anything. If you guys want to keep looking, there's got to be a way out of here. And for uh, it's farther down since it's physical distance. So he's opened up this chute. Oh, okay. At the custodial desk. All right, guys. Is it a chute? Like we'd have to slide down like a laundry chute or a garbage chute? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, and uh, it's always good that kids go first. Uh, they weigh the least, and um, they can land the softest on their feet. Yeah. They'll have the most fun. So we're all in agreement, Len. After you. I don't know if that's the best plan. I feel like I just pat him uh, on the back to kind of push him in here. That's the, that's the sound here is volunteer. Yeah. I like the idea that you just pat me on the back, and part of the patting is a push. I'm like, yeah, oh, exactly. shit. <laughs> I can say swears now. I'm grown up. <laughs> Best of luck, kid. It, if he goes in, then like I'll immediately jump in after him. Be like, Wait for me! It's like head first. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a giant flume ride, except um, it goes on like forever and ever. It's like super long. You're getting like, um, <laughs> and it's not comfortable by any means. This is hardly comfortable. Uh, and and you you hear that like that roaring that that did seem to be like quite far off in the distance, getting like closer and closer the longer your journey goes on. Not sit before too long, it uh, it spits you out into like a very dark room, um, and you land into a pile of bones. No, oh. I clatter down into these bones, kind of uh. To gather up my various things, uh, Tormund's staff and the bag of books that I have and such. Well, Tormund will land right up behind you, and, like pick up some of your things for you and look around. Um, is there any like does there, is there any clear and present dangers in this room we've landed in? It's pitch black. So, do you guys have any sort of low light vision or anything like that? Not me. No. Well, I have uh, dungeon supplies. I could play a torch, maybe. Hold on. I'll... And uh, I think uh, Len is going to cast light on his wand, on his uh, staff. So as so he casts light on, on your staff, you see this, like, cavernous room. It, it goes, like, so far off into the distance that, that your light isn't sufficient to light the whole room. Uh, but all over the place, it's just littered in bones. Just like an insane amount of bones. Uh-oh. And at one point you see, like you maybe like off in the far distance, when your light hits like a particularly large area of bone, it begins to move. And, oh. and you, you see what's essentially an undead dragon stirring. Holy crow. Holy crow. Uh, why don't you roll your... Uh, defy danger. I, yeah, defy danger. Um, against your intelligence. Okay. Len or Len and Dormund. Um, either. I mean, you're going to be the primary role. If he can help you in some way, that's fine. Okay, so I got an eight. Okay, so you know enough to know. Uh, 
like this is like one of those Jurassic Park T Rex moments. Like, like you got to put this light out. Okay. Like, and he waves his hand over it, and it goes out. Okay. So I'm gonna David, say, David John like yeah. crashes into bones behind you guys in the dark. <laughs> nice. Corbin, you joining them as well? Yeah, I probably went down that chute as well. Okay, so you, you are able to, to uh, land more gracefully. Dorman will turn to them and say, uh, "There's a, there's an undead, there's an undead dragon in this room." If only we had a wish left. So I'll say, "Master saw it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, see, t- I'm figuring Dorman wouldn't necessarily want him to like trick him into using a wish because if he does that, then he's just gonna get whisked off and like back into the never-ending cycle of. Yeah. Um, so he says, Master already found it. No thanks to you two. But we need to be quiet. <laughs> All right. Well, what if Jeez. we. Uh... You got to keep calling this kid Master. It's really going to get to his head. Right. I said, I'm not. I, I, I'm calling him by his name, Master. Look at <laughs> Lenny. Are you asking him to call you Master? I'm not going to lie. I don't mind it. <laughs> I had to call somebody master for a long while. And it wasn't a, it wasn't a matter of happenstance. And I'll say, Again, I was purchased. as long as me, master. Like the collar really tightened. I guess that does put it into perspective, Mr. Dormant. But I think right now we got bigger fish to fry. So what's the plan here? I well, say, should I should I go should I go stab it to death? No, I don't know if that'll work. <laughs> Hold on. Were you gonna Let, stab it in the bones? Yeah. yeah. Right in the bones. Yeah. I was thinking directly to the bones. I think I remember something about the undead and some of these books that I have. Huh. Spout, I'm gonna, like a spout lord of roll for me. Yeah. I'm gonna speak with the dead. Ooh. So yeah, I've got um. So I got an eight, not the best. All right, yeah. Let's uh, try to speak with the dead thing. Unless, yeah, it's still an eight. So yeah, you know that it it uh, you already knew that it it will react to light. Um, yeah, don't turn your lights on. At, yeah, and then it will also like react to like sound or movement. Not like any movement, but like kind of like the T-Rex situation in Jurassic Park. All right, guys, don't make a lot of noise. Nobody make a smell. Nobody make a smell. Nope, don't make a lot of noise. Are we, are we looking for this guy? Are we looking for Dirk? Are we looking for, aren't we looking for another stallion down here? Rook yeah. is the final stallion. Rook, Rook. but we got to make sure yeah. we get by this dragon or at least... Why don't yeah. we just sneak they, by? Basically, this dragon is guarding, like, uh, or you've got to get past the dragon to get to the, the, the chamber area, the ritual chamber area. All right. Well, it's pretty right. easy, guys. Um, let's sneak by the dragon. And if the dragon wakes up, um, I'm just going to make a lot of noise and shout at it, and I'll get it to chase me. And you guys run to the next area, and then I'll follow you. But if the dragon gets me, kill a dragon. You said you were going to speak with the dead. How do you do that? Um, it's just I I've got a a multilingual, no, but uh, I picked up a, <laughs> I picked up a cleric move, and um, it is speak with the dead. Let me pull it up. Okay, it's the level one spell for cleric, and. A corpse converses with you briefly. It will answer any three questions you pose to it to the best of the knowledge it had in life and the knowledge it gained in death. So, um, going to fondle some bones. Yeah, I'll say, I'll say you're, you're able to find like at least a, a skull. Yeah, we have to like assemble like a skull bone back together, like find the right missing jaw piece for it. jaw, yeah. 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 <laughs> but before long... Um, I will whisper. Yeah. Um, and they're like, How may I serve you? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez, keep it, keep it down. I'll like put a hand over its like mouth, or like all like as many all the holes in its head. God. I say, where you just, I said, like, you just can't find good help these days, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what should what should I call you? In life, I was called Antoine Defensor. In death, you may call me whatever you wish. All right. Julia it is then. <laughs> Julia, what fate befell you? I was killed by an undead dragon. <laughs> Dorman will like shake his head. Just like, oh, God. <laughs> when the king came with his armies. Okay. All right. Made this city his own. And have any souls made it past the undead dragon? Rook and his uh, and his gang, uh, his cultists. Uh, they came by and uh, seemed to tame the beast. Okay. Those are your three questions. <laughs> you just can't count. No, no, you asked him his name, but he's not a genie, so he's not going to think about it. Yeah. (laughs) That's hilarious. Um, And And how are you doing today? Yeah. (laughs) Not to be rude, but I do have to ask you, I have to be, I uh, know we don't have much time, Julia. Where is Rook now? I've I've heard, uh, I've heard, Chanting coming, coming from the chamber from beyond. The chamber beyond. Uh, I think he's I just think past, past the, uh, the, uh, the undead dragon. All right. All right, everybody. Well, I, I think we're going to have to do something about this dragon or at least get by it somehow. Guys, it's really simple. All we have to do now is tame that undead dragon. That's it. Torment <laughs> <laughs> just be like shaking his head like, I, how? You didn't ask how. Well, I, how do you tame any beast? I mean, um, I'm sure among us we have some rations we can offer it. <sighs> I was going to say harness the power of positivity. <laughs> I think we should go with Master's idea. It sounds like the best and most beautiful idea. It's eloquent, but I don't know how good it's going to be. I believe in you, Master. Well, all right. Um... The undead have a, a racial weakness to positive energy. Oh, hell yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, see? All right. Well, then, I've got another idea, guys. Why don't, why don't we sneak past it? And if that doesn't work, I'll fight the dragon, and you guys just set me on fire again. And <laughs> that way it will, will kill. I mean, undead don't like fire, right? How are you guys going to sneak? Past, how are you guys going to find your way in the dark? I guess we're just going to have to like feel around awkwardly and just kind of listen for where this thing is. Okay. Yeah, and, and it's going to be, be terrible. It's going to be tough to be stealthy in a pile of bones um, and not being able to see it all, but it's, it's doable. Ooh. Well, hmm. could I try? To cast invisibility on um, Corvid, and I have the power of empowered magic when a spell can be cast to its utmost. Hmm. Okay, you can make him invisible, but that doesn't solve him. <laughs> and none of you are visible right now. Yeah, even one another. Well, I mean, maybe <clears throat> perhaps it could also in silence him. I see. Or maybe it would even incite. It, it, it would do that. Yeah, it would tend to help with that at least. And so maybe then, uh, or it could even maybe do something with the light as well. I don't know. Cool. As good a plan as any, Master. All right. Hold on. I'm going to give this a go. Really brace yourself, Corvid. 
I assume Corvid's okay with this. It's like sitting on a escape row seat on a plane. I need a verbal yes. <laughs> I'm not crazy about it, but you'll be safer than everybody else. Say, you will obey, master. <laughs> All right, well, here we go. I rolled an eight plus two, which is a ten. Oh, yeah. And the empowered spell things thing allows me to. Um, I think the spell's effects are maximized, but I have forgotten this spell and cannot cast the spell again until I prepare my spells. Okay, so I said, like, Corbett was, like, dimly in front of you, and now he's just disappeared entirely. I think it worked, guys! And you guys look back at um, Lennon. He's got, like, just the faintest whisper of a mustache now. Yeah. <laughs> He smells. He smells real stinky. He developed a serious like adult bo situation. <laughs> um, yeah. So now with this super invisibility, I guess I'm gonna try and creep around. All right. All right. Just sort of describe to me how you're going about doing that. I think he's a. Uh, he's probably had some kind of experience with. Sneaking about in a almost uh, completely dark area, so this isn't too crazy. But all these bones are not helping things. Certainly so, not. So, I think you should defy danger plus Dex, and you'll take one forward because you you have the spell going on. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so with the plus one, that gives me a nine. Not bad. Hmm. I don't want to help him out by like. I guess you guys would have difficulty helping him out. I mean, maybe, maybe like, oh, watch out for that one thing. I was going to say somebody could <laughs> take a bone and like throw it across the chamber so it makes a clattering noise on the other side oh, of the yeah. chamber. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Who's Risky doing that? play. Sure, Dorman will do it. All right. Dorman, uh, he'll pick up a bone and with all of his barbarian sinew, heft it as far as he can in either direction. And you hear like, uh, you hear this, like <clears throat> all of these bones begin to like track after it. As, it, <sighs> as the like, uh, skeletal dragon begins to lift itself up. Uh, Corvid, you're able to, to chart sort of a safe path through the room, uh, 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 an area that uh, is removed from debris sufficiently that you get, you guys can like walk through it silently. Uh, but but uh, now you hear that the the dragon is sort of up and moving about. Yeah, so I guess if it's making a lot of noise, I'll be like uh, like stage whispered style, like, "All right, y'all coming, get this is the time." He's kind of. All right. I think he's just assuming they're coming behind him and just rushing to where this door is. Okay. Dragon is otherwise distracted. So um, I think each of you should roll uh, defy danger uh, plus one forward. And okay. uh, just you can describe to me how the, how you're doing this, but otherwise it'll just be a dex roll. Okay. How many? What's the two d six? Yep. Hmm. <clears throat> Okay, I get a 12. So. Oh, geez. I got it. I got a six. <laughs> okay, okay. And I got, I also got a six. Dex is my lowest score. Yeah. In the, uh, middle, in the middle of all this, uh, uh, his gangly limbs catch on the wizard robes. And he just eats it into a big pile of bones. <laughs> and Dorman was following behind him, so he instantly chips right on top of him as well. Yeah, kicks that skeleton off him. Ah, take that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like smashing it with his foot. 
Meanwhile, yeah. uh, David John is like blasted by and is now like past even where uh, Corvid was and is like at the doors. Uh, but uh, when when Lenny and Dorman uh, trip over this skull, you just you know it's like hearing a pin drop. You just you just hear uh, the clatter and like the skull just keeps like clattering down, uh, down and down and down this uh, this floor. David John's just going to start picking up bones and like throwing them in another direction. Well, I'll say before you do that, uh, uh, you, you hear like this massive roar and then see, uh, see the, this glowing blue light as the, the flame from this dragon's mouth starts to light up and head toward the two of you. Oh boy. Toward Dormand um, and Len. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. Dormand's going to, Dormand's going to run towards the thing with his sword out. Like, Master. Well, I'll yeah, say, like, you know, it's, it's just a fireball. So, like, you, if you're running toward the thing, you're just going to run into the fireball. You could, like, push Len out of the way or, you know, something like that. Yeah, okay. I'm going to do try and do something that would, like, increase his chances of not being burned alive. So, depending on what Len wants to do, I guess I will wait and see and then, like, help that action. Yeah, this is a tough one. Uh, yeah, Len's just gonna. I think Len's just like we got to get out of here, and I think he's just gonna try to run. Open the door. It's like, okay. yeah, very wise, Master. <laughs> All right, so you both oh, are just I, running. Like, can I like pick Len up and just like book it like as fast as possible? Um. Yeah. Why not? Uh, go ahead and. Uh, both of you roll plus wisdom. Plus wisdom. Oh boy! Oh, I got a three. Got. Okay, I got a seven plus two is nine. Okay, uh, you dodge out of the way of the fire, uh, but choose two. Your weapon melts in your hand. Uh, your armor burns and leaves you breathless for a while. Or say goodbye to your backpack. Who are you talking to? Talking to Len. To Len. So his... I mean, his weapon is more of a... uh, You know what? I think for emotional purposes, I'm going to go with that. Yeah, the uh, the staff is uh, is destroyed. You have to pick two of these. Oh, I have to pick two? Yeah. Um, What were the other two? Your armor burns and leaves you breathless for a while. Okay. Uh, say goodbye to your backpack. All right. So my I don't have any armor, so I guess you can take that one. It's fine. <laughs> well, it's like it's like an advantage of being a mage, but also a disadvantage of being a mage that you don't have any armor. Okay. Then yeah. So um, his. Oh yeah, because they were they were rogue. I'll, they were I'll things. Say, like, it, it singes off like the three chest hairs that you had. Oh jeez. <laughs> I just we, pushed really hard you already to yeah. My only armor. Yeah, my only armor was my my thick chest Underwear. bush. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. yeah. So he yeah, his his robes burn off. So now Len is just in his like uh medieval boxer shorts. Meanwhile, uh, so <laughs> what what is your total HB, uh, Carl? Twenty-three. Yeah. All right. Um you take all three. So your weapon melts in your hand. Uh, your armor burns Yikes. and you lose your backpack. Uh, and hold on, take a total of six damage. Oh, how the three have fallen! So I'm just like this giant, n- almost nude, possessionless man. all <laughs> half man, master. All right. Yeah, we're both yeah. we're both big, nearly nude men. <sighs> yeah. Now, now you're able regular to regular like, big guys. Now this like flame is like lighting up the room. You're able to see the door, the doors uh, ahead of you. Whoa! Dragons and in a dungeon. This is getting a little too hot to handle. Dungeon World: Hunt for the Black Stallions is run by Lee, and stars as the player characters: Carl as Dorman the Free, and later not so free; Alex as David John Michael Elijah Jacobson; David. As Corvid the Cleaver, 
and Austin as Leonard the Learned. Dungeon World is a game by Adam Cobalt and Sage Latora, if I'm saying either of those names correctly. Please join us next week for another exciting episode of This American Dice. Hey everybody, if you could please rate, review, and subscribe to our show on your favorite podcatcher, it would really help This American Dice. And for every five-star review we receive, we'll read it on air. Join us next week for another episode of This American Dice. We're both big... Nearly nude men.